Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Good afternoon. Welcome to the COB. My name's Carl Rodder. I'm with Danny Akuye. And uh, Danny, another busy day of earnings. Let's see where we've actually closed, yeah. shall we? Yeah, so I've got the ASX 200 up almost 20 points. Woohoo! Or two tenths of a percent, almost three tenths of a percent. So 7,357. SIBO 200, 2.15%. Edging higher throughout the day. Indeed. And uh, well, it's going to be a very big night, but let's, um, well, we, we'll wait to get there. Um, let's go through just some of the areas that did move the market, starting with. Energy, um, huge rally actually in Absolutely. energy prices, energy stocks up uh, collectively about 2%. And well, some risks of supply disruptions again, I believe, yeah, driving a lot of that. Absolutely. Some, uh, I think, Woodside workers right. and also Santos threatening, I think, to go out on strike. And there was a big rally in gas prices mm. over in Europe overnight, up 40%. Although someone was suggesting when I did some research that it was a bit of short covering going on as well. But nevertheless, we're seeing it translated, as you said, across the board. Santos, Woodside and Beach Energy, all very strong today. Absolutely. Uh, what didn't perform too well was the tech sector. Zero seems to have lost a lot of momentum. So it's down by 3.78% today. Um, but some of those other names as well also coming under pressure. Technology One, Altium, as you can see, block up a fraction, but that's just bouncing off, well, after what was a bad 15, 20% drop after its Absolutely. earnings. Um, so not probably much you can take from that. Um, checking in on the banks as well, just because we do in the aftermath of CDA's results. And it's down a fraction, half a percent or, those, uh, half a percent or so, still higher than where it was prior to its results. Otherwise, fairly mixed, if not slightly negative. Macquarie and Westpac both eking out a, well, one-tenth of a percent gain, we'll call it. And well, let's get across some of the of earnings results. of the day. We're gonna, we're gonna pepper through these. Um, QBE Insurance, first of all, uh, net profit after tax, 400 million bucks. Average renewal premium rate increased to 10.2%. And of course, as we're all mostly concerned when it comes to a company like QBA. What's the dividend? Uh, 14 cents. Yeah, and the market uh, really, I mean, I suppose there was a lot in this share price. It's rallied quite hard. So yeah. it was trading off about 1.2% today or 19 cents to $15.41. And obviously AGL, they also had their results out of statutory loss of 1.26 billion. However, underlying profit, I think pretty much in line of $281 million. Revenues up 7.1%. Underlying EBITDA, $1.36 billion and a final dividend of $0.23 cents per share. And I think the market, no, it did like it and then it didn't like it. So right. it sent it down around 3%, $0.36 cents to $11.22. There you go. Okay, AMP, uh, a result that was largely welcomed by investors. Uh, the dividend only uh, very modest, um, $0.02.5 cents effectively. Uh, net interest net interest margin up seven basis points. That has been the theme lately, of course. Uh, underlying net profit after tax of $57 million. And well, uh, 
The Highfly for the day, Borrell, uh, one of them anyway. Um, a big jump start. in revenues, higher than expected. Uh, same goes in terms of profitability and earnings. And also reaffirmed guidance, which was for around 270 to $300 million, if my memory uh, serves me well for FY24. Um, yeah. Also spoke up, you know, maybe some of the strength of, well, uh, sort of recovery in housing and things of that nature to, to come. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't catch that. I think they've been doing a lot of cost cutting, but um, mm. yeah, up by about eight and a half percent today. So shareholders will be happy little campers. It follows in uh, the lines of what James Hardy also achieved. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and uh, while well, looking at the arena. REITs, and I had the uh, good fortune of having a chat with the CEO today. Uh, net profit after tax, $74 million. That was down 78%. Of course, a lot of that was to do with financing costs, interest rates rising so aggressively throughout uh, the financial year. However, did manage to increase its distribution per share by 5%. That was to 16.8 cents. And it says it remains on track next year to increase the distribution to 17.4 cents. So that was its guidance there. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily um, uh, treated too favorably by investors, but certainly, um, well, oh, what, what are we, a fraction lower? Yeah, fraction lower. Um, and in fact, we can get a check on where those share prices traded towards the end of the day. Um, Arena just ignore, well, actually, maybe it has come basically flat for the day. Um, but uh, some of those other names there, AGL down 3.12%, AMP jumped 4%, Borrell up by 86 QBE down by one6 So some of the big names that we did follow today, that's the price reaction to the earnings. But there was another company that reported today. Absolutely. Downer EDI. Downer EDI. And we didn't want to have a downer, but we did. Sorry, very bad joke. Uh, Grady Ruff and Wolf, excuse me, of Bell Direct and Michael Gable from Fairmont Equities joined me on the call today and uh, discussed how they saw the downer EDI results. Um, there will always be a need for their services, but understanding that there is so much competition in the market now, we need to look at that and say mm, this company is in restructure mode or strategy mode. And they've got a new CEO as of the start of this year, and he has even said that they're resetting operating model in Australia and New Zealand to reduce the cost base. They're also focusing on improving margins and simplifying the portfolio. So, again, that all says to me a strategic review in a somewhat... Uh, nice way um so fy24 and fy25 will be interesting but it's just a hold at the moment because it is a very strong company and they need their services are needed um it was just basically at the wrong part of the cycle in terms of demand for their products and if you could foresee that that would pick up that was a contrarian opportunity i don't really see that with downer Mm. because there's a lot going on under the bonnet that they really need to fix so i think it's too early to be involved and for me look i'd even have it as a sell just to put that money into um, something a bit more, um, yeah. So that was kind of like a nut. Yeah, it was a nut. Yeah. yeah, a bit of a downer. A little bit of a downer there for downer EDI. Uh, again, did report today, so uh, maybe not the time to buy that stock. Um, let's get a bit of a look now at what we've got coming up. Oh, here we go, the leaders and laggards. Uh, Lake Resources, and it, uh, for me, what was an inexplicable bounce in the share price? Um, uh, I guess with a 20 cent stock, 
maybe it's just a sort of a, I don't know. They had a presentation at yeah. an international conference on lithium, which may have been the catalyst right. to spark that rally that we have seen today. But, you know, let's face it, this one has been a roller coaster ride for investors. No other way to put it. Yeah, it's been belted over the last few weeks. Yeah, so it was they've had so many at problems. A, at a major mine, wasn't it? No, they've think. delayed it. They've delayed pushed it. out the pro- production, I think, at Lilac, right. which is, you know, um, yeah. So, yes, I'm just having a look. Keep going. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Bor- uh, Borrell, we've already gone through the results there, up 8.6% for the day. Paladin Energy, uranium prices are picking up again. I, I suppose it's that broader energy theme, but uh, we're going to need nuclear in the in the energy mix. Uh, Danny, what do you reckon? I don't know. I mean, if we're going to get nuclear in this country, knock me over with a feather. But anyway, I yeah, I mean, it's just such long lead times. Yeah. That's the thing I'm always staggered by. Like, to build nuclear plants takes a long time. I know there's the small nuclear reactors, but, you know... Um, yeah, I don't have any strong views one way or the other, no, except well, Australia. I mean, it's really hard to see. Imagine all the kerfuffle over, you know, nuclear subs, let alone a plant. Yeah. NIMBYs. NIMBYs. We got a lot of space. Some, I don't know. I'm not too sure. <laughs> a lot of space to put the waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, again, I, I don't want to pretend that I know anything about the engineering behind this. All I think I know you're that, either a believer or you're not when it comes well, to, yeah. to It's divisive nuclear. though, isn't it? Very divisive. Uh, the, the rationale seems really, really strong in the sense where, again, I just quote my energy mm-hmm. trader mate who says he just doesn't seem to believe renewables will be able to provide baseline power in the future. And if you don't want gas or, or coal, mm. you know, you might just have to bite the bullet, even if though, you know, it's a 10 or 15 year well, investment. Well, let's face it, nuclear energy is used across the world. It's not like it's not used. Yeah. It's just never been uh, an option here in Australia. Yeah. But they're big, you know, nuclear plants in Europe and also yeah. in the US. And, you know, clearly the Japanese disaster is what has tainted everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, lead times, that's that's the problem, lead times. Yeah. But let's look at the laggards. Yeah, and we've discussed Downer EDI, zero, maybe some profit taking going on there. AGL clearly just uh, missed the beat there. Rio Tinto's gone ex-dividend today. And corporate travel, I actually don't know. No, no, neither do I. But nevertheless, uh, well, well articulated. Let's have a look at the small caps, shall we? And uh, there we go, Bowen Cole, 30%. Satire um, hasn't come up on any of these. We just need to touch on satire. We need to fix that, yeah. Because um, that was up... It was up 22 percent when I last checked yeah um, I didn't go through up 12 percent ended up 12 percent right. so I think they did have their results today they, they had did. some yep. pretty chunky growth but just worth highlighting that that was one of the uh, strong price performers today albeit it's come off that 22 percent rally yeah I know we were talking at the desk uh, but I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy and uh, <laughs> the whole notion behind that business from from uh, the, the business's point of view is that we sell expensive luxury goods or facilitate the selling of expensive luxury goods to a booming Chinese market. Ergo, um, you know, we're going to grow. But um, whatever it is, it was a good result today. Um, there we go, COB, laggards in the small cap space, Newfield Resources, Dacian Gold, Fluence, Iris Metals, American West Metals. Um, I can't see any rhyme or reason for that, uh, uh, to be honest, but um, let's push on. And it's going to be a big night. Oh, gosh, 10.30. Everybody get there. Alarms out. 
Alarms out, Positions. ready to go. Position Not me. Set. I'm going to be asleep. Yeah, I can Last... imagine our car could run into it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, US CPI numbers. Um, what are we looking for? Around 4.1% uh, inflation? Or I believe it's 4.8, which is in line with last month. 4.8, uh, is uh, it? Year okay. over year. And a little uh, bit of a tick up in the... Tick up in the headline, which yeah, is a bit 3. of an 3. energy base effect thing. So 3.3. Yeah. Um, I get the sense that maybe everyone's going to look at that core, a month-on-month cause figure. Yep. Because um, that's 0.2% forecast and that gives you a bit of a sense for the inflation pulse so if that comes in low maybe that'll sort of keep everyone on the whole yep. we're done with rate hikes uh, camp if not maybe there's some upside risk there to uh, rates downside risk there to equities we'll see US jobless claims also might be interesting yep absolutely I don't know if we've had Barbara out yet uh, don't look at me bar 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 they uh, don't um, necessarily tell us when they'll drop their results they'll give us they give us a window so I don't know uh, if uh, that's happened today yet, but they are slated to report on Wall Street uh, at some point, perhaps tonight. Okay, uh, let's get one final look at what's head- ahead tomorrow because it'll just give you a rundown of the stocks that we'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, there's going to be a stack of them, Newcrest Mining, REA Group, Viva Energy, uh, Nick Scarley. Scarley, yeah. Um, so a handful there that'll really sort of Challenger. cap off the week. Um, Is that ma- Baby Bunting? Yes, yeah, yes. And Challenger. And, uh, and Challenger. So, yep. um, and uh, in Japan, it's um, Mountain Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, something about taking the day Scale off the of Mountain Day. Yeah, go up, walk, walk a mountain. Metaphorical or literal. I digress. Let's wrap things up. Indeed. Oh, sorry. A yes, but have a quickly have a look. SIBO 200 up by uh, 2.27 points, 0.16%. And uh, the ASX 200, I'll have to quickly jump back on again and have a quick peek and see how squeeze. we see how we finish there. Looks like it was up also by about, again, 19 points, 0.26%. So there we go. Quite positive into the close ahead of that US CPI. And of course, it's Friday tomorrow. As you can probably tell, and uh, as you can probably tell too, uh, absolutely gassed out. But uh, that's because we've had a fantastic batch of content today. So We have uh, indeed. I've spoken to someone in Dubai and mainland China. Wow. Yeah, two new firsts. So there we go. You just have a flavour, a taste for totalitarianism or something like that. No. No, the analysts just, were fantastic. <laughs> they were fantastic, yeah. weren't they? Really worth listening to. So Yeah, definitely. So uh, catch up on that website and app. Otherwise, have a great evening. We'll see you bright and early Friday morning. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.